And now, live from George Washington's Wooden Teeth Studios in Burbank, California, it's Thursday, the 4th of July, on the Allison Rosen is your new best friend show. Tonight, Allison welcomes a guest. He's a comedian who's so damn American, his blood type is B, BQ. It's David Hunsberger. And she's a comedian who's so patriotic, she has never kneeled for any reason ever in her life so as not to disrespect the troops. It's Renee Colbert. Yankee Doodle Tony is here to try to figure out the difference between feathers and macaroni. He's close. I'm her husband, Daniel, saying hop on board the love bus and say hello to your new best friend, Allison Rosen. Hello, my little raspberry-filled powdered donuts. It's me, Allison. Welcome to another exciting Thursday show. Had I remembered that this was going to air on July 4th, I Mm. would have solicited specifically July 4th-related carbohydrates on Patreon. Patreon! Thank you. Tony, you're so good at that now. Oh, stop it. I mean, not that you weren't before, but like, you're just... Just fast finger. Ooh, fast fingers don't know. <laughs> anyway, Patreon is where you go for all Patreon. Sort of, ooh, fun stuff. Uh, lately, I've been doing a little extra segments with my Monday show guests, and uh, the Joey Fatone episode is going to air next Monday, and we have a special extra juicy Joey Fatone bonus segment on Patreon. Patreon. He shared with us <laughs> Get that bass in yeah, there. That's good. A surprisingly douchey celebrity. So it's juicy. You have to listen. We also have extra stuff with Brian Safi, who was my guest today. Anyway, um, and uh, you can submit carbohydrates and other stuff. Patreon.com slash Allison Rosen. Yeah, do it. Patreon. <laughs> okay. I'd like to say hello to my guests. Uh, but I have to say, first of all, congratulations, Daniel. That was such a good intro. Oh, home run. <laughs> He's close. Oh. <laughs> that was I funny. enjoyed that. I, f- I just felt the spirit of the fourth. It was yeah. inspired. Yeah, you know. It's can like, you put a screen grab of what you wrote down on Patreon so people can read it word for word? Oh, like yeah. an album? Oh, I That'd could do be that. good, like oh. liner notes. Yeah. Oh, Renee, hello. Right. Hey, hi, I'm here. <laughs> I'm happy you're here. Thanks for having me. Hi, Daniel. Uh, oh my gosh, <laughs> that's no. so weird. Oh, oh. that's so Boy, weird. Start over. Jeez, that's Yay. awkward. Yay. For I feel like that used to happen. Sometimes I would look at I. Listen, this is not the first time I've gotten names messed up. So sure. I don't know if that makes you feel better or worse. But hello, David Huntsberger. Hello, Welcome. good to be here. Thanks for having me. Um. My, I have exciting news about my one-headed beast special. <gasps> oh, Ooh. Yeah. Ooh. Let's, let's hear it now. It, uh, it, you know, I, I, when I, I think when I first started doing the show, I was talking about it, and then it just kind of never really existed anywhere. And then out of the blue, it is now on Amazon Prime. No oh. one emailed me. No one told me like, "Hey, heads up." It just like Emily Rose give us, was looking. Give us a backstory. What yeah. is this? This is the animated stand-up special I made. So it oh. came about through Kickstarter. It was like twenty oh. animators. I 20 do plus. remember this. Okay, so it was like, but a, not everyone else does. So fill okay. us all in. So at, the, the, 
it it harkens back to <laughs> Professor Blastoff. We're doing an episode on uh, tarot and getting our reading done. One of my cards, she was like, "Oh, you have an idea that you haven't like breathed life into." I was like, I do. And she's like, you should try. You should like throw it out there. And so I did. And all these people started emailing me like, I'll help. All these animators. Well, I'll help oh, animate. Cool. I'll help. <clears throat> and then so we did a Kickstarter and we raised the money. And then they like, flew all these animators out to Austin. And then all these artists got involved. And they like made these cool models of things oh, and wow. paper mache things and big like – it was phenomenal. Built this whole stage out of like – it was great. And then so it was me performing next to animation as it runs, but then the special is kind of interspliced between the two. Mm-hmm. And so we put so much time and effort yeah. into it. Just, you know, it was one of those things in life where, you're like, when people talk about the flow state, it's not always that fun to be in the flow state where you're just, like, all day long doing stuff and not getting any sleep. But it was all building toward this thing. And then we made it. Everyone was pretty excited about it. Like, well, it's really different. And it just, like, Netflix, Netflix passed on it. And then we were like, okay. So I licensed it to this company and they didn't really seem to get it out in the world as much Mm -hmm. as they had anticipated. So it just sort of lived in this weird purgatory where I was like, I guess that's not meant to ever be seen. (laughs) And then for whatever reason, it just showed up interesting on amazon so prime. crazy they probably made a deal you know some catalog deal with amazon prime yeah and then you know they just threw all the movies into it yeah without thinking like each film there's people behind it who would probably like to know that they're <laughs> right you know their, their project is, is gonna be there, available yeah. Yeah. so yeah. emily rose saw it she, yeah she writes books you know and so she was i think i can't remember if i asked her like how many do you have on there or she needed it for like a resume type thing but she was looking at all of her credits and she goes i I'm listed, this is weird. And then clicked on it and goes, did you know? <laughs> and a couple of people had already seen it and like reviewed it, which is really sweet. So, cause I think that helps the algorithm. Yeah. You know, like, yeah. so hopefully it'll start. I've been mentioning it a lot cause I, I do want people to see it. It took us so much time and it is weird things that like, do you ever go into a library and you look and like, everyone has a book idea and these are all people that completed it. Got it published. Yeah, I know. And the chances of me reading it are so slim. I'll just never find that person, whoever is this figment in the back of my mind. Their book's out there. It might be calling to me. I don't find it. (laughs) (laughs) You can't hear it above the noise of all the other stuff calling to you. Right, yeah, a lot of books call to you. So you're now trying to make this call to everyone? (laughs) (laughs) I hope my little thing, it must have just been shouting out from the back of the library, and now it's like... And now it's out there. It's out there. People at least have turned the pages a couple times, so that feels... And what's it called? One-Headed Beast. Okay. So And and we had to like, you know, like when you start searching... Because she saw it on the computer screen, like, oh, it's there. So we went to our Roku and then started, like, normally it'll populate, like, okay, there's four letters. Here's the rest. We had to spell out the entire thing. And then Amazon was finally like, okay, we do have it. Did you refuse to guess. One-headed beat. Yeah, we were to the S. Like, come on, come on. But well, yeah, congratulations! So it's, uh, That's really cool. Thanks. Yeah, yeah I, mean, I, I felt um, like some something. Was the now we saw your um, thing that you did in Edinburgh? Yeah, did that incorporate some of the animation? Because that had some cool animation in it too. Yeah, so that stuff is still not out in the world yet, but it's a similar idea. I still want to yeah. shoot something for that to make that uh, a living thing. But no, this is all fully different animation. Wow. It's totally different. So. Check that out. So cool. Yeah. Neat. Yeah, we got to go watch this. I have so many DVDs of it too. It's like I made the DVDs right as that technology was officially being pronounced dead. <laughs> of course. But I did it because there's two versions. And originally there were supposed to be three, which was like one that was just stand up, the two together, and then just animation. But the DVD has just a fully animated set, which mm-hmm. I think is really cool to like 
the whole thing is animated. So it's kind of, you can just have it on in the background or like play it with music and it's really cool animation. So do you, how do you feel now that it finally uh, is out there? I don't feel, I mean, I I guess by the tone of my voice, that's probably more telling. I I didn't really think about it other than just like, you know, when you're beyond something, you're like, oh, of course. (laughs) (laughs) Now what I... But I I, honestly, I kind of, I'm having like a low day. So maybe that's affecting this question. But I kind of think there's like a collateral damage to all the things in life that pile up where you're just like, whatever, of course, whatever, it's going to be that way. Why did I, you know what I mean? And so that's why I'm wondering, like, does it lighten your load to have, to have it It, kind of it, it, it followed the course that it was supposed to now. Yeah. I think anytime you're like creating stuff, what I think you're asking, hopefully this is the appropriate answer. The way I think about it is like, like when you guys make albums and you tour and maybe he's pointing to, I'm pointing the to the facts of ice. I don't think that that name has caught on. <laughs> and nor should it, <laughs> but it's fun to joke around. Yeah. <laughs> facts of ice reacted so negatively to when you said it, like, oh. <laughs> but you put stuff out and maybe it doesn't go platinum or whatever your expectations are. I think everyone has, you know, some people get to experience that like, Oh, I first album went platinum and then everything since then has been a letdown or we were a one hit wonder other people it just kind of like man i've made a lot of records and like it none of them charted or whatever that mm-hmm. would be and i think you kind of plug along with like you're talking about the aggregate thing of like right. i think if you just keep making stuff mm-hmm. and you try to do it out of a place of joy theoretically it'll be that book in the library or it'll someone's going to eventually stumble on it but you know, you do that for a long time and you're like, I think it just might be definitively bad. I think I shouldn't keep doing this. And so it reaffirmed that like, oh, maybe that's not the case. Yeah, Even yeah. if it is in the most like cynical way that they just need content and they were just like, all right, this at least fits that qualification, mm-hmm. then maybe that's it. But I'd like to think that someone in quality control watched it and was like, I think this can make it onto our platform and hopefully that'll open doors for other things or, yeah. or future things. I don't know. So That's that cool. does pep me up a little bit for like, okay, do you, if you keep making stuff, it could potentially actually be considered a thing that exists as opposed to like, just disappearing into the ether. Right. By the way, when I say collateral damage, that's not what I meant. What I meant was, wait, what is cl- collateral damage is like, a person that gets hit by something, like right? a civilian yeah. killed in war. That yeah, that's not yeah. what I mean. What I mean is like the a collective piling up of right. stuff. Yeah, There's a word that starts with a C that I'm unable to remember. And culmination. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. Maybe. Just maybe. No, not culmination. Feels closer right. to that. Though. Yeah. Yeah. Then Chicago. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not Chicago. I don't think it's cumulative. There we go. We nice. found it. It was so Good close time. to Salmonation and also similar to Chicago. Yeah. <laughs> we found it. Daniel, hello. Oh, hi. How's it going? It's going pretty well. Yeah. I um, was able to extract myself from Elliot's bedroom without a fight. So I'm proud of that. Yeah. He, uh, we were talking about it a little bit before we started the show. I overheard him earlier going, no, 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 no. <laughs> and he is in this, I think it's pretty standard for two two and a half but just very rigid and and if you don't do things exactly how he wants he freaks out Mm. and then it's you're like it's kind of like it's like having a wild animal in your house where you just don't want to piss them off (laughs) because it's like especially around bedtime because it's like you don't want to turn you don't want to give in to the demands but at the same time you want to avoid a meltdown because it's just going to make everything take longer it's a it's a wild animal 
that has crossed with like a rug salesman at a bazaar in Egypt. <laughs> like every single thing is oh. a, is a hardcore yeah. negotiation. <laughs> you know, it's just like, would you like to you know put your sleep sacks on? Two minutes, <laughs> two minutes, no, one minute, one minute, oh, okay. and then we'll go two minutes, one minute, and then okay, now it's time. One minute, like it's never ending. You <laughs> but know, okay. Share with them how he actually says it. Mimits. <laughs> one minute. One Two minute. Two One minute. No. <laughs> chocolate. You know, and then it's like, okay, yocolate. I'll give you. Okay, all right. We did two minutes. You want chocolate? Yocolate. I'll give you some yocolate. You know, then it's a cookie. You're not even going to eat the cookie. I mean, it is fucking never ending. <laughs> but, you know, I'm like, you know, sometimes tonight I did a little more of a hard no and it was fine. He threw a fit, but then he got over it. And what was the hard no over? Because he was playing, he has a new toy, and he didn't want to stop. And I was like, we got to move this party into the bedroom. (laughs) And uh, he was just like not having it. And so I was just like, this is just a no. And he was like, and I just picked him up. And and we, you know, I can still overpower him. So this is like, (laughs) I don't know how much longer this is going to continue. Well, probably a good 14 more years or so. Yeah. Yeah. But I think it's good to have hard nose and boundaries. But I also think it's good. This is what I tell myself. It's good to teach them that no's aren't always, I know this sounds like bad parenting, (laughs) but it's good to teach them that no's aren't always a no. That that some that you can sometimes negotiate. Well, that you'll you'll listen to them. So it's like that trick of like establishing boundaries, but giving them that that flexing that muscle, so that when they become adults, they are not just stopped at every no. That right. they can negotiate. They feel like everything can be negotiated, so that they can get what they need. Because I just feel like the people I know who are successful are are able to do that. I want to just be an absolute tyrant, and then when they are leaving the house play them a collection of like podcasts and things that I was on where like, see, that was fun. But I, this, this was just a lot less stressful to just be an absolute... Like, do like around. a clockwork orange yeah. style, like force them to watch your videos. Like, dad was great. With the drops. No, no, not like brainwashing. Just like when they've reached a threshold where they're like, this guy's just hard on me all the time. And he's just so strict and regimented. And I'll be like, it was a gag. Yeah. I was doing an improv the That's whole time. <laughs> gotcha. And then you think they'd like give you a big hug or what are you expecting would be the response? Yeah, I don't oh, yeah. think it'd be it sweeps like, away all the trauma. Right? Way to go, Dad. Way to go. Yeah, you had go. us. Yeah. You had us got me. You made me you never... hate you every day. Good one. Tony Thaxton, hello. Welcome hello. to the show. Thank you. <laughs> Glad um, to be here. Yes. So the facts of so again. We are still looking for a name for the studio. For a second, before I realized, Daniel, that you were doing a July 4th thing, I was like, George Washington's Wooden Teeth Studio. I did not sign off on that. But Yankee Doodle Tony, I really like. Funny. Um, so, yeah. Uh, I don't think the facts of ice is what we're looking for. And yet it fell right in our laps. <laughs> right there. And it wasn't you bringing it back this week. It was Alex. It was That's me. True. I know, yeah. but, be, but because David is here. Well, I might have brought it up. But maybe, maybe, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe this is sort of like that person you think you don't like, and then it turns out you do like them. Yeah. You talking about me? <laughs> yes. <laughs> no, I'm talking about television. I don't even, I don't think in real life you can be like, I really dislike that person. And like, oh, I'm actually in love with you. But that happens on TV a lot, you <laughs> know? Um, no robe Tony did get a lot. A lot of people yeah. liked that one. Yeah. 
I mean, it, again, it, it has a nice sound to it, but it's, I don't know how I feel You know what about it is? It yeah. sounds like a nickname yeah. more than it is. It's like a, a um, one person's going to appreciate my use of this word. It's like a simulacrum of a nickname, I think. Consider that Oh, oh my. <laughs> I'm impressed over here. Very Definition, nice. please. Would like, uh, yeah. I, I don't know that I can offer one, really. <laughs> can we guess? <laughs> yeah, let's guess. Simulacrum. Okay. I'm hearing lactose in there. Mm-hmm. I'm hearing so simulation. Milk. Milk. Like milk? Yeah, and then the sa- sacrum. There was rum in rum. there. So yeah. some sort it's of a cocktail of some sort. We know that lactose. for sure. It is a cocktail. <laughs> a yeah. fake simulated cocktail. That's what yeah. it is. That's what yeah. it is. Yeah, exactly. Is that what it is? So On fire. theorist named Baudrillard, who's French. Oh, boy. Yeah. And <laughs> he... French theorist. Has her pinky Miss Liberal Arts College over here. Yeah, Tell well, us I more did, about Baudelaire. I did... Baudelaire somewhere else. I did read Baudrillard See? in college. Now she's smoking a long stem cigarette. <laughs> this is nuts. Where did that beret come from? <laughs> um, and he talked about a simulacrum, and I think it had to do with... American his it was like post structuralism and American history I America in general and how like America's thing I, I could you look it up yeah <laughs> I, I, just look I, up I just remember Beauregard are you a good speller <laughs> to French me? the third I, I I'm okay with spelling but okay. I'm gonna be honest I've already forgotten what the word is simulacrum I would get stuck on the second letter if it was an I or a Y it sounds like a made-up last name in, like, a movie. Yeah. You're, you know, I'm wondering simulacrum. what the difference is between simulacrum and simulation. I would think simulacrum, yeah, it's like a fake account. I remember, and it's the people are going to scoff at my liberal arts education when I mention this, but I remember bringing in a can of Spam and a can of low-sodium Spam, and oh, I was Jesus. like, low-sodium Spam makes you think that Spam is like, low-sodium Spam pretends that it's fake Spam, and it makes you think the Spam is a real thing, and that had something to do with the simulacrum. Huh. <laughs> <laughs> it really was really everyone snapped. <laughs> well, and then that, the air was thick with that's, smoke. <laughs> that's when you were like at maximum head up your ass point in liberal arts oh my God, education. Yeah. Where yeah, okay. Ready? This is a very boring answer. Oh, good. An image or representation of someone or something. That's it. Then there's a second definition that says an unsatisfactory imitation or substitute. That huh. is kind of how the yeah you made me th- start to doubt my feeling about what that word meant. Maybe there's like a higher meaning of it too, but simulacrum just being a a representation. I thought it's a but like simulation. A, yeah, like a a degraded version of it. <laughs> yeah, it's a, it's a I it's guess. a lacrum. It's I lacking guess. simula. <laughs> yeah, and rum. So if I said yeah, like rum. I'm George Clooney, so like I don't I'm, like, just, right. I'm getting him a simulacrum. <laughs> Of George Clooney, <laughs> right. I really thought that it would have it would be someone who looks just like George Clooney, who would be the simulacrum, who's like the to a lesser degree, like, cl- yeah. But then like they talk, and then they're like, Beep, boop. <laughs> <laughs> you know, as a simulacrum would. <laughs> so wait, going back to your spam, yeah, uh, tutorial. Yeah. So the less sodium one was the simulacrum, and this spam was yeah, George and- Clooney. Yes, and okay. it's the less sodium one served to make you think that spam is an actual thing, but like spam is an actual thing. So, but in in back then it wasn't. I don't okay. know. Okay. I know it's that like there was- Gallagher too is a simulacrum of Gallagher. Aha! <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. 
I know that he, I think he wrote about Disneyland and how, like, this is like real people who are very satisfied with themselves type theory. Disneyland makes sense, though, because they mimic so many things. Yes. Okay. But I think the idea is Disneyland is a simulation of, let's say, the American West. Uh. But the truth is that the American West didn't really even truly exist in the way we think it did either. Like, there's an oh, extra level see, where I they see, really, I like, see. get all get all French and theoretical on your ass. <laughs> like, what is reality? Well, that works with Main Street USA. So Main Street USA is modeled off of a... Is it Fort Collins? Like, there's a town in Colorado. Yeah, it is Fort Collins, I think. Yeah, and... Wow. Um, I lived in Fort Collins. Yeah, I think that's right. And... Um, no, in not a Mickey in sight. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, you can live in, you know, there's that apartment above the fire station. Um, but it's actually a not even really a representation of that because it's a representation of the ideal that never mm. truly existed of that, right? Yeah, something like, something like that. Oh, that feels right. Uh. Um, does anyone else feel like uh, what did they learn in college? And I don't mean I didn't learn anything. Yeah, I mean I read a lot of critical theory, and it made it's it made sense a bit at the time. But now I'm really like, what was all of that? Like Derrida. What did we learn in college? That's your question. No. <laughs> does anyone Christ. else? Does anyone else feel like? I was immersed in that and I understood it at the time. Oh, I don't think I would understand tons it Tons of shit, yeah. yeah. Stuff that I have I, I, I have them all in boxes, these books, where I'm like, oh yeah, I used to understand this. I have no idea what... Engineering was great because... You know, that, was that your major? Mm-hmm. And the, the, the problems are things that, like, you know, you have to determine, is it easier to drill through this mountain and run water through it or to, you know, pump it up over the top and bring it down and then the cost of concrete and trucks and, like, you doing these gigantic sort of builds and pr- trying to, to some degree, bring in every aspect and then go presenting at the end, like, okay, we, we've decided it's cheaper to go through it. All the math that goes into that, all the like logistics, obviously I probably don't, but I think overall it, it gave you like a good sense of like how to think. So then that I always feel like, eh, it was worth it for something. Like yeah. you just would spend endless time being like, I don't get this. And then just your brain kind of being like, just relax. We'll, we'll figure out a way to like chip away at it. I don't that think was I beneficial. knew that you were an engineering major. Maybe I did. Did oh. you intend to go into like, what, what is the application? I guess being an engineer is the application of that. Yeah. Yeah. So people would tell me it's a terminal degree, which means like the degree you have is the title of the job you have, mm-hmm. which I thought that made sense to me. And then. I, I talked about this on WTF. He thought it was so bizarre that like I became an engineer because I was on the high school rodeo team and I had to get my grades checked off by the registrar to like legally p- compete. And she was like, just out of the blue one day, like you remind me of my son and my husband and they're both engineers. And I was like, good enough for me. <laughs> <laughs> and I got like, just from the courses I took in school when I applied, I, they were like, you automatically like, are a part of the engineering college, which thank God, because my grades were not great. So if I had tried to like apply while in school, they would have been like, <laughs> that's cute. <laughs> but for my high school grades, they were like, you're in. And so I just wrote it out. And that's, I mean, it wasn't like a lifelong dream. I had no like role models that were, or I guess my grandfather had also studied it, but he didn't really do that. Right. So yeah, it, I don't know. But why. did you ever intend to terminal it? 
Yeah, I had an internship. I mean, I wanted to do comedy from when I was like 15, mm-hmm. but I was just so nervous and like I had no life experience. And then I started doing this internship. I'm like, this wouldn't be too bad. I drove this drill truck and I would like drive out to farms and drill and take soil samples and go back to this lab where I'd be like by myself playing with dirt and had this old ass <laughs> laptop that I would graph stuff on and print it out and be like, there's what the soil looks like. And that was really fun. And then, uh, and then the, the end of the internship, I just drew AutoCAD like foundations and that was so insanely boring that i was like i don't want to do this Mm -hmm. that was that guys i think it would be fun to be a scientist and be in a lab oh yeah i want to be a forensic scientist i might actually like pursue that i've been watching a lot of forensic files Mm. yeah i just love it did you see have you seen anything on the uh the corpse farms that they have like in tennessee oh yeah where the deer was chewing on that bone because they threw it there was one in texas they did to to determine well yeah they they may have one in texas let the rest of us in on what you're talking about (laughs) they have farms they Mm -hmm. have these um this property that is designated for the study like forensics on on the on dead bodies for uh homicide detectives and what they do is they'll put bodies in various places and then just watch what happens and chart it so that they can learn because because if you come across a murder um the way they used to do it is they would just study the body and they've learned that there's all sorts of clues Mm. in the environment that can tell you how the body that you aren't obvious like oh if the grass is higher over here than over here or if and so if you go to this place there's just littered throughout are just corpses yep. that people will donate their bodies uh to the s- study of, of forensics huh. yeah. gross it's pretty grisly but i mean it, but the thing is they keep saying like they want to expand it because that's great for the that environment but that's not teaching us what happens in the desert that's not teaching us what happens and so maybe that's what they're doing in texas yeah yeah because it there was a viral thing that went around where a deer was holding like you know, a an femur ulna or radio. Yeah, one of the oh. smaller bones. And it was just, it had just like picked it up and dropped it. But when the camera caught it and you like see it holding it, people were freaking out. Like, sure. deer are nibbling on human <laughs> bodies. <laughs> Global warming's gone too far. <laughs> the deers are eating humans. <laughs> Tony, how do you feel about dead bodies? <laughs> uh, big fan. Yeah. Good I'm love fully them. on board. Can't get enough. I, I, I don't know how to answer that question. Are you squeamish? <laughs> uh,. <laughs> I mean, I, I can't say I've encountered too many dead bodies. Uh, I mean, I, I guess mean, I've been You're lucky a, then. Yeah. I mean, not that all of us have. I'm just saying that's good. Wait, well, well, how are you encountering dead bodies? No, I I'm mean, not encountering a lot of them, but like I am some a lot, lot of them. them. Just a few. Wait, have you I'm encountered saying, any? Yeah, one to two a week. <laughs> <laughs> Only in the appropriate context, which was an open casket funeral. Yeah, yeah. I think that would be my only experience as well. And yeah. even that, for, it was my grandfather. Yeah. So mm-hmm. it wasn't unexpected. Uh, it was, I think that actually. <laughs> what are you doing in here? <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. You know what would Surprise. be a fun. <laughs> Surprise, girl. It'd be a fun joke is to leave the casket empty and then prop him up in a seat over here. And, and then they'd be like, wait, where is he? He's alive. No, he's dead. Oh, good one. Oh, man, we're having fun today. Oh, so I had been to funerals before, but I had never been to one with an open casket. Uh, and after seeing that, it w- I was so like, oh my god, like that's a, that's a dead body. Yeah. I couldn't sleep on my back for a while after that, huh? Because you might turn into one. I think I was, yeah. I was just like, I didn't want to be in the same position as a corpse. How old were you? I was, let's see, uh, eighteen. Yeah, 
Yeah, it's been a while since I've been to one. Like, I've been to a couple, but I think I was also a teenager probably the last time I was at one. Right. And I do remember, not necessarily freaking me out, but it was the same thing. It was my it was my grandfather and, and having that, that weird feeling of like, oh, that's him. Yeah. I know that's him, but it doesn't look like him. He didn't look so peaceful. Yeah. It's, he didn't it's, look, you know... It's a weird thing. Angst-ridden either, but yeah. he just looked dead. They don't look yeah. like they're sleeping. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like, that's the idea. Maybe really good morticians can, you know, pull that off, but... Hey, do people ever go over to the casket and then look right over at the mortician like, this? Yeah. <laughs> that's the best you can do? Why don't you go to beauty college? Last time I do this with a group on. Yeah. Yeah. And you- <laughs> <laughs> the last time like, exactly. I got a six pack and a lot of funerals coming up <laughs> seemed like a good deal at the time it seemed like a real good deal I understand now why it was a group of- oh that's man. a good deal there's a <laughs> Oh my god! Whoa! That wow. was amazing. That's nice, real good. nice work, real good. Max. Oh, stop. <laughs> Ice nice cold, work. dude. No, no robe. <laughs> nope. So we still haven't no. landed it. Y- no. Yankee Doodle. Because no, <laughs> no robe, Tony is more of like an action that like it's like a party guy thing. Like oh, this guy. Oh yeah, whereas, like no pants. Kyle. Don't give him. Yeah. A, don't give him that drink. Then we'll have to. No robe, Tony will come out. Yeah. yeah. Whereas like Chef Jeff, it's just who he is. A chef, right? So you got to be like a thing. I think it's got to be more now. Yeah, it needs a than... title in front of it. Or maybe you go a different direction. And we've exhausted mm-hmm. all the things that kind of sound like facts. Have we done facts all, folks? <laughs> no, I've never gotten that one. <laughs> How would that work as a nickname? <laughs> yeah, it won't. I just wanted to make sure we've exhausted all the bad ones. <laughs> Thanks for getting that one out of the way. Yeah. Now we can top now of we the can, list. Now we can get like, good ones. I just wanted to be at the bottom. I whatever's there, I want to knock it out. And now I'm sitting at the bottom. Oh my god, you guys! I need to talk to you about Joybird. Joybird Custom Furniture. They make. Uh, awesome one-of-a-kind furniture crafted to your unique taste. Turn your ideas into reality with hundreds of styles and options. Want a sofa in aquatic blue or indigo? Daniel? What? Love seat (laughs) in the hottest red and inviting coral or even bubblegum pink? If you can dream it, Joybird can make it a reality. From rich buttery leather to the plushest velvet you've ever felt, find the fabric and texture that's right for you. Joybird offers a range of kid and pet-friendly upholstery options so that your creations can stand the test of time. Free personal design consultants to help you nail down your perfect design. Uh, I love the Joybird stuff. Um, I've, I've said this before and I'm going to say it again. When I first met Daniel, he lusted after Dr. Jennifer Melfi's, was her name Jennifer? On Sopranos, her chair. So where is it then? Joybird has it. I finally found it. It's right there. Found it. But I no longer want to get it for him. And then quickly (laughs) moved on with her life. But I'm just saying, they have cool, styly stuff (laughs) like that. See how Joybird can help you design your dream space. Find your joy today at joybird.com slash Rosen. Create the furniture that brings you joy today at joybird.com slash Rosen. Go to joybird.com slash Rosen and receive an exclusive offer for 25% off your first order by using the code Rosen. Okay, so um, I mentioned before that I'm having a bit of a low day. I don't know why. Uh, no real good reason other than I feel like the world is just a hellish place today. Not especially today, but today I feel it more than other days. Just sure. the stuff going on. The, 
not to like devolve into politics too much, but just the stuff going on in the migrant migrant detention centers and the news that broke today of like this Facebook group, but just the heartlessness and the cruelty and the scale. You're talking of it about the border and, patrol. Yeah, Facebook just group. it's just like fucking grinding me down, and I feel powerless and helpless. And but I was saying to Tony before, I don't know if. I don't know if I'm feeling low and I have found something externally that matches my feeling or if mm-hmm. it's creating... I don't know what's causing what. Hard to know. Yeah. Right. I think that um, I had a fairly unstructured day and I always like having... An, like, oh, great, an unstructured day. But I... Like, I was... Like, tomorrow I'm, I have to get up and then go record a few episodes with Greg for Childish. And I think had I had that today, it might have saved me from dipping into the low. But anyway, all of this is to ask... What, how, what is like, like if you were to chart your moods throughout the day, is there a pattern? Because I tend to, um, I don't feel great early in the day and then it kind of gets better as the day goes on. Although now I, I wake up very early to take care of the kids and that's this weird sort of, it almost feels like I'm up before the world is up kind of thing, which can be lonely, um, Sometimes with Elliot it was, but I'm actually enjoying it now. But then, like, sort of once the day gets started, I'm just like, oh, I just want to, I just can't wait to go back to bed. Have but you is, ever looked at biorhythms.com? I think that's it, dot com. Biorhythms, if you just like, I've Google heard of that. that, but no, I haven't. So you type in your birth date. I mean, I think even to like the hour and minute you were born, and then it just, and I think there are four the uh, physical, emotional, spiritual, and then. The fourth might just be like luck or just sort of ticklish. <laughs> ticklish. Yeah. Where you ticklish. <laughs> but then it just has these lines and like sometimes they're all spread out evenly. Sometimes they all come together in a low point where you're like, oh, that was. Hmm. And, you know, if so people that are into like the more astrology, astrology type of uh, world would be like, yep, that day. I remember it specifically. That was two weeks ago. All of them were really low. And. I don't know. I don't know how much value there is in that, but it's kind of fun sometimes to be like, oh, yeah, that does correspond with how I was feeling. So if you looked and then today was like kind of a lowish uh, yeah. day. Um, let's some... find out. Is it just by, do you see it's biorhythm.com? I, I tried to so. find it and I, I didn't see it. Okay. Oh, just singular? I thought you said biorhythms. Oh, sure. That's going to be a fun be... group. I think if you have a good time. The biorhythm? Yeah, the biorhythm. Even on a Google, like if you just Google biorhythm chart or something like that. I'm also sorry you had a rough day. It sucks. Those days suck. But it's like, and today is one of those, there's no real reason for it to be rough. And then that makes me feel um, like a a pampered baby or something. No, no, no. no. I think, um, yeah, especially uh, now, because when I go to work, I also, I had to do expense reports all day with, oh, good God. Mm. Um, But... Yeah, there'll be a date where everything's going great at work and everybody's in a good mood. And then I'll just, I'll dip. And I'm like, oh, okay. So it's not medication. Right. And it's not my environment. And it's and not that's anything. When it it's makes just you, a dip. Right. That's when it yeah. makes you, or that's when it makes me at least realize something I heard, which is like moods are like weather. Like mm-hmm. it just, it as much as I want to think it's totally tied into my situation and environment. And like, sometimes it's not because it's like, everything's good and I yeah. don't feel great. Yeah. 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 Sometimes I'll, I'll be like in a rotten mood and it's like, Oh yeah, I didn't eat anything today. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. So sometimes it's just, you know, either you ate too much or you didn't eat and you haven't drink water. You've had too much caffeine, like stupid things like that. And then you get tricked into thinking that you're 
upset about something that's really not what you're upset about. Right. We got invited to a mindfulness kind of like hippie night a while ago with like a group like uh, meditation. I don't think I've ever really meditated. So being in a group and having someone, all right, now just follow this. And oh, a guided like, meditation? Yeah, it was really fun. Mm-hmm. And just like, you know, I always wonder about those things feeling like a little cultish or something. Uh-huh. But it wasn't that at all. It was kind of everyone in on it kind of like, this is kind of silly, but also like really cathartic and just taking a moment. It was in a very quiet area. Uh, I feel like the mood things definitely a part of it, but it also feels like you're sta- like standing on a beach and the water comes up. And if you can recognize when it hits your feet, then you have a better chance of like moving away or changing mm-hmm. your behavior. Sometimes when it gets up to a certain level, right. you're submerged. You're just like, well, I can't back out of this yeah. one. It totally overwhelms you. And you just kind of hope it passes. But like breathing, drinking enough water, all these dumb things, or recognizing when the first mm-hmm. kind of negative thoughts are coming yeah. in to be able to go, whoop, whoop, whoop. I People actually, that have the ability to do that. Right. Yeah. I actually thought, you know, I should meditate because often the times of my life where I have meditated, I never really like emptied my mind like you hear about, but I always felt better because I would always sort of start to have some realizations while like, oh, that is bothering me. I didn't realize that. And mm-hmm. I thought like, Given the funk I'm in, I should probably meditate because maybe there's stuff in the background, but I I didn't. I just drank more coffee. I think probably what happens, it's like your mind is like your desk and like stuff piles up. My desk is bothering me. Yep. But it's like, (laughs) but literally things pile up on it and you have this like general mood, but you, it's not any one thing. It's just, you've got all this clutter. And I think that's one of the, right. That's one of the things that being mindful and breathing and meditating can just, it's cleaning that desk off and you can at least then recognize if something truly is bothering you and it's not just like random anxieties popping around. Yes. Yeah. Head, you know? I almost feel like before I started therapy, it was just so much more cluttered than... I mean, Twitter is an anxiety yes. machine. It's sort I of like a, a Plinko time. machine for right. anxiety, mm-hmm. you know? It's just like... <laughs> It's like, oh, it's migrants and it's, you know, Trump said this and then it's this and this. And he's like, "Ah!" and, you know, sometimes just turn that shit off. (laughs) I should have Have you heard anybody say that? That's the truth. Yeah. (laughs) We did a big, like, deep cleaning of our place over the weekend and it was very, like, helpful. Did you pretty good sense? Not necessarily. I mean, we always have, like, a pretty, do we need this? No. I don't think there's a lot of joy in the equation. It's just like, are we using this? Can we foresee using it? No, someone else probably could. So we'll just, but it's helpful. Just kind of knowing where everything is and knowing that there isn't that looming clutter. Man, mm-hmm. it feels nice. Yeah. yeah, I know. I actually thought like today I was looking at various piles of crap and I was like, I would, if I just started going through this, I would feel better. Didn't do it. Yeah. You can't when you're in a low, yeah. but yeah. I also think childcare can be that. Like if you just get on the floor with a kid um, and just, really just focus on being with that kid and put your phone away. It's like, and I'm not directing that at you. (laughs) Um, It's very Zen. You're just like, well, I'm going to play with this little yo gabba gabba toy or whatever. And, or cookie monster. And we're going to pretend to do a thing. And that's just what we're going to do for 30 minutes. And there's no, this isn't a productive activity. I'm not going to make anything. It's, it's just, what it is, you know, and I'm having a moment with uh, some child that I met in the park, you know, <laughs> but, you know, oh, they're right. into yoga, uh, gabba too. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I was yeah. Saying, yeah we, we have no yoga. I, gabba I didn't even know they, they <laughs> no, no, make no. them. This was, this is Carlos at the, <laughs> the cool kid. So, um, 
any have we found the biorhythm yet uh there's a couple things that come up uh it seems like the two top things are trustedtarot.com and uh <laughs> biorhythm calculator Ooh, oh, try the okay. I bet it's give that a go. Yeah, it seems like there's uh, there may be some steps in here that uh, I don't know if you, you would rather me just hand your hand you the computer. Or you want me to put this? Are you comfortable giving your date of birth? I am. All right, what do we got here? It's five mm-hmm. eleven eighteen forty three. <laughs> <laughs> I told you I was old. Seventy five. <laughs> All right. Um, it's asking, I guess, if we want to display intellectual, emotional, physical, intuition, spiritual, awareness, aesthetic. Yes, all of it. All of it. I want right. to know how my aesthetics were today. How are your aesthetics. Yeah, let's get to the bottom I didn't of feel this. Like I had a good hair day. So. They can be different from each other. You can look real good but feel real bad. Well, that's like one of these an old joke that I cannot believe. So you know, truly tasteless jokes was like I loved that fucking formative. Book. Yeah. And there's a joke in there about someone who goes to the doctor um, and the doctor's like, you look terrible. And he's like, I know, but I feel great. And like, this keeps coming up where people sure. keep saying that. And so the doctor's like, let's, you know, God, I don't know what this is. That's why he goes in because he just, everyone keeps commenting on how he looks terrible. But he feels great. And the doctor's like looking through his textbook. Let's see, like, looks great. Feels, or no, sorry. Looks, look good. Feels terrible. No. Right. And he's like, I got it. <laughs> This is so fucking stupid. I wish I... I got it. You're a vagina. Uh, <laughs> hilarious. That's one of my, one of my go-tos. That's a good That attempt. and yes. what does Kermit's finger smell like? <laughs> no, no, no. Sorry. What's long and green and... Oh, my God. Uh, <laughs> no, I, I like your version better. What does Kermit's I got a great joke, you guys. Like. I got a great joke. Uh, what is Kermit's finger smell like? That that is, good. That's like a good party, like, icebreaker question. You know what I mean? <laughs> so, hey, guys, hey. move it down. Hey, what does Kermit's so finger smell like? Kermit's finger smells like. And now, coming to the stage, our headliner, Bye. Allison Rosen. Yeah. See where jokes are on my fire rhythm thing. It's, it's what's long and green and smells like Miss Piggy is the joke. Kermit's finger. <laughs> I've been around people under two too much. I'm not telling that joke, but... <laughs> uh, I'm gonna be honest. I feel like I'm too dumb for this. I don't know what I'm looking at. I almost feel like I should hand this to David. Just a bunch of sine waves. Yeah. <laughs> Are they converging? <laughs> yeah. Let's see. Somebody else take a look at this. Take a peek. Okay. Oh god. So is yeah. This... No, that's. It looks like sound waves. <laughs> okay. So yeah. we are. Seventeen, eighteen. This is just the day. This is today. I think. Oh. It's hard. I, my eyes aren't aren't really doing great here. Eighteen. So, yeah. So, right. So we're here. That black line. Yeah, Daniel, you're not on mic. So your day's been going. Well, they can't kind of all over the either. place. But you did have a significant. All of them dipped down around. What time would this be then? Five p.m. Intellectual and physical um, are convergent. I. They felt convergent. <laughs> <laughs> and then later, they're all looking like they're going to come way back up. Oh, you good. know what? You know what? When, when? Look at red. Emotional. Yeah, way down yeah, there. Right, literally yeah. right at the like bottom. Like an hour ago, you were at your... I feel like you're not quite on mic, Daniel. <laughs> Does that Emotional is right at the bottom. Did you hear that? 
Uh, yeah, take my emotions the red one. have. But does that does that mean I'm having a bad emotional day or a not emotional day? I think a bad. Bad. Think well, that's right. Yeah. Exactly. You said low. See where, see you where, said low. I was. I what know. is it, honey? Low. Low. Yeah. <laughs> this is amazing. It's life changing. I feel understood. Thank you, David. <laughs> um, uh, it's really interesting. Now I want to go. I check mean, it, out a bit. it was low. Yeah. Yeah. It was. Low. It wasn't high, was it? Look, I'll say. I feel like this is more accurate than those love meters where you squeeze the thing and it's like cold fish if you're me. <laughs> but sometimes it's... Oh, cold fish. I forget what the other options are. There is those. some science like, behind hubba, that hubba. fish thing. Oh, no, I'm not, I'm not talking about that, but... Or even those, because it's like temperature of your, okay. your hand and you have ice cold hands. I do. <laughs> she once touched my back early in our relationship. No, I, no, no, that's fine. <laughs> let's back up and explain. <laughs> You tell you tell the story. Go for it. Well, I may not remember right. I think we're we're you, like in bed, and, and you got I felt- into bed, and you fe- and I just had my hand by my oh, side, that, yeah, yeah. and you just like brushed up against my hand. And I thought you'd brought like a, a fresca, fresca, a can of fresca into the bed. <laughs> like Jesus, you love fresca. Like she was into fresca at that time. It was just my hands. Those are ice cold fresca hand. <laughs> that was the idea that I because he it was so nice. He would always he always had. You always went grocery shopping and like got the things I liked, and you always had Fresca in the house and almond milk. And- <laughs> Sweet, but she brought one into bed. But I love, but, but not, not. I didn't set it on the nightstand. I tucked it in bed next to me sideways. Well, hence my surprise. <laughs> that can't be a human hand. Don't don't touch that. I I might need it later. Yeah. <laughs> That's my bed Fresca. <laughs> she likes to scoot way down under the covers and sip on that fresca. <laughs> Let it warm up against my thigh for ten minutes or so. Quick sec. Yeah. <laughs> Is it just the hands or the feet too? Uh it's extremities. Yeah. Yeah, because my wife's feet get extreme. Like she'll try to like wants me to warm them up, and I I can't stand <laughs> them. Like, yeah, I know. It's well, awful. Like, will yeah. she wear bed socks? No. Like sleep socks. The the. Female human body is <laughs> yeah, a no. wonder. It's a wonder. It starts out asleep, polar ice cubes, uh, hands and feet. I feel like a large percentage. <laughs> mm-hmm. And then midway through the night, just a boiling furnace. <laughs> <laughs> so you're sleeping next to a heater. What is this? It's probably 200 degrees. <laughs> Not wrong. Yeah, that's accurate. That seems uh-huh. about right. Yeah. When I was pregnant, I finally had normal temperature hands. There you we go. did, yeah. They yeah, were like warm. The <laughs> amount of blood in your body like doubles or something. I feel like you should be Such blood a fun packing. Book title. Yeah. I finally had normal temperature <laughs> hands. <laughs> yeah. If you blood packed, you probably would have a better mood too. What does that mean? Is that where you? That's like what Lance Armstrong would do, where you take a pint of blood out and then let your blood count build back up, and then you inject that pint back in, and then you have lots more white blood cells. Yeah. Did he do it like at his own house? As far mm-hmm. as you know, did he do it at his own house? Yeah, pump his blood back into his own body. Right. Did, was I think this he did of... it before uh, events. Yeah. I think right. He but would what do I'm it... saying is, like, did you did he go to a medical facility to do this, or? Oh, I mean, I think they probably had like a trailer or something. Yeah. I mean, this is the kind of thing that isn't. I think no, his team. If I remember, not about the bike, his novel. Uh, oh my god! Let's say let's say novel because we didn't really talk a lot about drugs <laughs> in that one. Uh, <laughs> uh, I think so. I think the doctors traveled with him, and they, uh, they and did the legal? transfusions. Or that's in not the, legal. Um, that's no. not legal. So that's is that blood doping? Yeah. Yeah. Now, what's funny is that's not legal. However, uh, Olympic athletes train in Colorado, 
so that right. because it's high altitude, so their blood, uh, their white blood cell count goes up. Same effect. That is legal. Yeah. yeah. So the twenty-four hour fitness that was, I think, named after him or like very dedicated to him in Austin. Huge mural on the wall with several photos of him and this quote that said, people always ask me, what are you on? What are you on? I tell them, I'm on the bike seven hours a day. <laughs> That's what I'm on. Oh, boy. You. Now, has it been amended with graffiti? Yeah. And, 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 and also drugs. And, and also a little bit of drugs. <laughs> Oh my gosh, don't you just love warm alcohol? Well, neither did Dylan, the founder of Brewmate. That's why he made it Brewmate's mission to shake up the beverage industry for the better. Brewmate's stylish insulated drinkware is designed to keep your favorite beverages ice cold all day. Whatever your taste in beer, wine, or spirits, Brewmate makes sure every sip is the perfect temperature. Um, I love Brewmate's entire suite of, uh, of super cool insulated beverage holders. Um, and this is great for, let's say, you're going somewhere where they don't allow glass and you want to bring your alcohol with you. Just, or you want it to stay cold. Or you want it to stay – yeah, whatever temperature you, you – get it to the right temperature, put it in, and it will stay that way. Yeah. Uh, they have a wine insulator uncorked gift set bundle. So a wine insulator is uh, – a, a, an insulated bottle that fits a full bottle of wine and includes a silicone funnel for easy transferring. And then they have uncorked wine glasses. The largest insulated wine glass in the world, fitting over half a bottle of wine, comes with a splash-proof lid. 30 colors available. The perfect gift for the stylish wine lover in your life. So given that there's 30 colors available, you can imagine it only. I only spent like 14 hours on the website oh, trying sure. to choose yeah. which. I got three of them. Three different, not they weren't all wine slaters. I also got some uh, of the other, the um, Imperial Pint glasses because those work for coffee as well. And, uh, but it was, f- it didn't really take me 14 hours. It was much, much less than that. But still, it was fun to choose because they have ones that are matte, they have glittery, they have their, and we have three beautiful, beautiful items if i may say so myself they also have a champagne flute the largest insulated champagne flute in the world don't settle for warm alcohol chill out with your favorite drinks all day long with brewmate visit brewmate.com b-r-u-m-a-t-e.com and add code best friend to get 15 percent off your first order that's 15 percent off your first order when you go to brewmate.com b-r-u-m-a-t-e.com and add code best friend by the way one thing i love about england is they have laws. I'm glad you got back to this. No, thank God. They have laws. They have a law about pints. Like a pint has to be exactly like, it's very important to them that if you order a pint at a pub, it's a proper pint. Yeah. You know, we don't have laws like that. No, no. You don't know what you're fucking getting here. Mm -hmm. That's absolutely accurate. I had some more um, Lance Armstrong thoughts. Oh, Oh, please. Let's hear it. One being... People bring up the difference between like art and artist or separating the two. The Livestrong campaign mm-hmm. raised like six hundred plus million dollars for wow. cancer research. And people still use blank strong as a campaign. Someone gets cancer, like it's Katie Strong or it's whatever strong. I feel like if we hate him so much and what he stood for, we gotta get rid of all the strongs. Oh. I didn't realize Livestrong and Armstrong both have strong in them. That's where that came from. So those That's what yellow I'm yeah. bracelets, yeah. yeah, that was. I mean, the... I knew. I think I knew that that was related to him, but I didn't hadn't put it together that 
it was like a play on his name. Yeah. So now people have just taken the strong as if it's like, oh, well, they're Allison Strong, mm-hmm. which are like, that's fair. That's a cool term. But it does in some way pay respect to this person who was a cheater and a criminal and a bully and a jerk yeah. and a fucking winner. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> ah, wait, have you read his book, Always no. on the Bike? Is that what it's called? What's it called? Uh, not about the bike. Not about- <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, I, I completed uh, You guys know Kermit's fingers lately? <laughs> Uh. <laughs> <laughs> well, you should read this book it's but that's written from when he's still a good guy yeah. right oh yeah. then don't read it yeah. yeah as i laid there thinking i might never see the light of day again i got up with my one testicle and marched out into the world the end what a, fuck, what a jerk yeah yeah just all the years of him just being so holier than thou about how he's clean. Like going after people you. and ruining yeah. people's lives. Mm-hmm. And yeah. Maniac. So I think I, we should get rid of the blank strongs. I think yeah. it should be something new. Somebody should it be like over. something yeah. gate? No. <laughs> something original <laughs> like that. That's weird. That's what I was just thinking about, though, that like we refer to anything now that's currently a scandal. It would be the equivalent to calling something good like, oh, it's, it's um, weightlifting gate. And people are like, yeah, we're all lifting weights and it's weightlifting game. Yeah. <laughs> you know that ties back to a bad thing. Right, right, right. Yeah, that's a very good point. I'm realizing in the course of this conversation, I really don't know that much about old Lance Armstrong. I mean, mm. I know the, the broad strokes, but... That's yeah. all you need to know. That's pretty much it, yeah. Yeah. Just a... The... I don't hate him like you guys do, though. Well, I mean, you start to hate him when you learn about what he did to other cyclists and kind of how he ruined people's you know, careers and things because he was a bully. I think it was an Australian cyclist who outed him and said like, I I know he cheated. I saw it. And then Lance Armstrong could have just like let it go and sued that guy for slander and took like him him and his wife's like entire life savings and just demolished them, ruined them. And I think they ended up getting some sort of compensation maybe after the fact. I don't know if that's accurate or not or if any of this is accurate, but I do remember hearing (laughs) something along the lines where like he definitely would do stuff like that. Right. People that spoke out and were telling the truth. Yeah. He just wanted to like put out all fires and kind of a scorched earth, real bad guy type stuff. Right. Yes. It's like a bully and a dick. Tony Thaxton. Do you have Lance Armstrong feelings? Nope. Are there? Are there? Any, I, I'm with. I'm the same as you. Like I know I the broad know. strokes, okay. and that's it. Are there any drummers where you go like that guy's definitely uh, blood blood doping? Or something? <laughs> like there's no way. He definitely has one arm. There's no way you could do a three hour show at that pace. Uh, I mean, yeah. I mean, uh, kind of. I've Ooh. watched like Travis Barker play and be like, how does he like, keep going like that for two hours or whatever? Yeah. But do you think he actually does something? No, I don't He's really think that. He's just a good shit. No. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He's real good. Tony shared an interesting thing on the Brian Safi episode, which was at a certain point, uh, their band manager sent a trainer on the road with them. Yeah. Because they were chunking up. Mm-hmm. Oh. <laughs> and uh, Tony realized that exercising before playing a show makes him feel worse yeah it was real uh, miserable hey go get worn out before you go have to play drums right for, that yeah. makes sense mm-hmm. yeah it sucked <laughs> and so i said hey i'm not gonna do this anymore i'm gonna continue to be fat <laughs> it's like man we Take played that. we played the same set but it was twice as long <laughs> why is that <laughs> I, uh, <laughs> well how your trainer should have known that how come your trainer didn't know that uh, they're trainers. They uh, think, you know. They, right. They, Just more uh, trainers. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Renee was a trainer. 
Oh, yeah? yeah, and I would think this guy's about to go do two hours of cardio. Maybe we don't do a ton of cardio. Right, like to a him. good trainer would know that. <laughs> I don't care yeah. for this. <laughs> I don't care for it. Um, how do you keep your endurance up for a really long set? Uh, it's not easy, and I'm definitely like already because thinking about six months from now when I'm going to be back because I've been playing lots of shows, but much more kind of low, not low energy, but compared to what I will be doing. And, uh, yeah, I think the biggest thing is, uh, remembering to try and pace myself, uh, not as in like, I'm going to like play the songs too fast, but just like, you know, sometimes you walk out and your adrenaline gets going and it's exciting and it's fun and it's easy to want to kind of just like go crazy on that first song. And then sometimes you do that and then you're like, Oh my God, I still got an hour to go. (laughs) (laughs) So yeah, I, that was when I went back for the farewell, well, what was the farewell to her uh going back like literally having to like say in my head pace yourself pace yourself <laughs> yeah have you ever had shows where you're like i don't think I, i'm not gonna make it uh yeah i almost passed out i've actually i've never passed out in my life and i came very close at a show in detroit once uh it was like middle of summer super hot day and the venue did not have ac mm. and it was sold out big place decent sized place and uh it was just unbearably hot and we were we were like halfway through the set i'm playing and the room just started oh, spinning no. on oh, me shit. and i remember our guitar player tried and looked at me and i i literally saw the expression on his face change and he and i read his lips go are you okay and i just shook my head no <laughs> and then after i got through the rest of that song and then uh it was like yeah i don't think i'm okay and then our singer we kind of stalled and our singer played a song by himself and like people that worked at the venue came and like brought gatorades and like a fan and we're just like <laughs> oh, wow dumping all this shit on me and uh yeah it gave me a, a few minutes and then i was okay but i was i was i got through the show then but i i definitely like dialed it back several notches was just sitting as still as i possibly could and just <sighs> moving my arms that is the worst feeling were you yeah. panicking or yeah. were you too like faint to panic i That's don't remember also a good title that for is too <laughs> panic. uh no i don't necessarily remember panicking was, again i've never passed out so it was just like oh i think i'm about to pass out this is what this feels Did like you get I like guess. that tingly feeling uh i don't remember necessarily getting tingly but like i said yeah i just remember seeing saint andrew's hall in detroit just going in a circle basically <laughs> and oh, it was God. weird how did yeah. the people at the venue know to bring you gatorade did they see what was happening i think one of our guys was like can we get some help or something like yeah. onto the mic and, <laughs> did, yeah. you, did you ever listen back to that audio and like <laughs> here's how they knew yeah how did the guitar player did he just look at your eyes and see i guess so it? yeah because it really was like he's playing kind of doing his thing and i just see his expression change to like, oh concern shit. Oh, shit. yeah yeah, yeah. Thank God you weren't wearing sunglasses. That would have been <laughs> That's what I was thinking in that moment. <laughs> wow. But if you had been, you know what ones you should have worn? Wow. <laughs> Shady. I'm the queen. You were of sitting segues. there for a minute going, great. I can't wait. I no, can't. no. Leading honestly, right to it. Honestly, I was fully in the story. Yeah. And then I was fully about to talk about Shady Rays. And it just came to me. Inspiration. Yeah. It yeah. was. I didn't even have to think about it. Sort yeah. of like. David figuring out whether to drill through a mountain or go around it yeah. or lift the water up. Or but in a moment. That it, stuff, yeah. But it just, just picture yourself in a coffee shop having a conversation and someone tells you about the passing out. You go, 
Good thing you weren't wearing sunglasses. <laughs> Look, I'm known for my empathy. Yeah. <laughs> Shady Rays is an independent sunglasses company. So they are not just some big corporation that overcharges for shades. Everyone knows sunglasses are way overpriced. Shady Rays is out to do it differently and give people a lot more bang for the buck. And their uh, shades are polarized. And they're made to hold up no matter what you do outside, be it almost pass out at a rock concert in <laughs> <Yes>. Detroit. <laughs> I'm back. <laughs> um, I uh, uploaded a picture onto Instagram of Elliot and me. He, I had a couple. I have a couple pairs of Shady Rays, and he put some on, and then I put some on, so you can see them and you can see us, and it's cute and it's on Instagram. Uh, and Shady Rays has this amazing warranty. It includes free replacements if the shades are lost or broken for any reason. It doesn't matter what happens. Drop it in an ocean, lake, toilet, anything. They'll replace it. Try that with your high-priced shades and see what they tell you. Uh, So you get an entirely free pair. You'll just pay a small shipping and handling fee for each replacement. And bam, you're back in business. Shady Rays also provides 10 meals to fight hunger in America with every order placed and have provided over 4 million meals to date. So exclusively for our listeners, they gave us the best deal they have to offer. This is a Black Friday level deal that they're giving us. Use code BESTFRIEND for 50% off two or more pairs. Buy one, get one free. You can get two pairs for $45. This is the best deal that Shady Rays offers exclusively for us. Redeem only at ShadyRays.com where you can find all their newest and best shades. Okay, so I did a Patreon live stream over the weekend and... Patreon! <sighs> Love it. <laughs> uh, some people have been missing just me or everyone and they wanted to know up with me not doing it all the time and i said i don't know i just decided to to give it a little break but i can but if everyone's clamoring for it which it does seem they are Mm. i can bring it back so Mm -hmm. let's let's do some just me or everyone let's do it sometimes i ponder on something i have thought or done is it just me or everyone. All right. Samantha Cop says, just me or everyone. I get tiny holes in my shirts where they meet the top of the fly of my jeans. Drives me crazy. Huh? Oh, no. The hmm. fly. I'm trying to. Like where the top, where her shirts meets the zipper on her jeans. I think she has to be wearing pretty tight shirts. Are these getting tucked in, or is it the... F- yeah. Oh. I would think so. I was thinking it was outside. Maybe it's... Was, t- it could, either one makes sense, yeah. I, I guess. I think they'd have to be tucked in. Well, you I know d- your jeans have the, that little corner that kind of can stick out, where like you, you hold that to kind of get some leverage with your thumb for the button. Right. Sure. And then it just can create like a little point. I could see that over time wearing yeah, soft I can too. cotton. Yeah. No. I don't have this, but I do... My right side, where my purse hits any of my clothes always like it begins to make the clothing pill up a little hmm. bit and i used to be pretty ex- much an exclusively messenger bag person which is the crossbody messenger mm. bag and that just destroyed so many of my clothes i Some- used to uh when i had a pr- oh sorry i interrupted you no nope. <laughs> i wasn't gonna say anything <laughs> no, done. worth it I, when i would apprentice for this guy shoeing horses one of my gigs was to uh grind the edges of the horseshoe. So I'd put it on this like stand and then I had an angle grinder and, and then after doing that for a while, a couple of months of it or so, I was noticing as I took my shirts out of the wash. So, and I don't know why I was wearing some of my, like, my favorite t-shirts to do this like really 
heavy lift, like manual labor stuff. But the right in the like belly button area was starting to get really, it looked like I got shot with a shotgun or something. It was just getting really thin. And then pretty soon it was all broken apart. And then it was just openly like holes. And I was like, I can't wear any, why is this happening to so many shirts? And it was like the little sparks the from sparks, the grinder. Yeah. Yeah. So that's why people wear those aprons and stuff. I figured that out the hard way. <laughs> <laughs> that's why they do it. I get it. I get it. So did you actually put shoes on horses too? Mm-hmm. Yeah, we've How's talked that? about this. We have, I know. I yeah. just forgot. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to ask the question I probably asked last time. Uh-huh. So when you put the nails in their hooves, they don't feel that. It doesn't cause them pain, just right? Just like trimming your fingernails. So, And if you were to grow your fingernail out and take like a needle and push it through it, right. so you wouldn't feel anything. So it's far away from the quick, I guess, yeah, yeah. from the meaty part of their little foot. Yep. It's like a big nail. Their foot, right? <laughs> yeah, I guess it really the outside is. of it. Yeah. yeah, I mean it's it's like this. You put your finger down. Yes, just you're touching the table. Four of those, basically. Right. Except your nail kind of goes but almost all the way around. Yeah, pretty close to that. Um. All right. Vince Vicari says, "Forever confusing the calculator and calendar apps on my phone. They look identical to me for some mm. reason." Yes, and then today. I was trying to add something and I pulled up the phone keypad. Hmm. So I just all number. I, you know what it is though? I think I'm like never a hundred percent focused on what I'm doing when I'm on my phone. I'm always somewhere in between two tasks. Yeah. And so that's why I'm like not really paying attention to what I'm doing. Same. Mm. But yeah, I constantly try to set my calculator. I, uh, I'll also fall for uh, color schemes. Mm. Uh, the Stitcher app and the uh, Slack app mm. uh, are the exact same. So I keep keep trying to listen to a podcast on the message system at work. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to be able to hear anything there. Uh, yeah, it's uh, it's always, and I know where they are, yeah. but uh, my brain's like, yeah, let's try it. I've never used Slack. I've been out of of uh, office life for office life enough that I have not used it. I'm so out of it. I don't know what it is. Oh, my gosh. Sure. It's like group messaging for work. Uh, so you'll have like uh, a channel where uh, everybody who's involved in that department can just kind of message each other. Mm. You can direct message. It's a lot of fun. What? I do gifts. A good sounds amount of like, gifts. Sounds Ooh. like texting, basically. Yeah, it's pretty much texting. It's like right. yeah. group texting, but you can, put, you can upload files and you yeah. can, so it's more collaborative. All right. I mean, that kind of thing is good if you're working on a project. Yeah. How is it different than just a group email? Well, with an email, let's say there's a project. With an email, you have to like, you get all your emails, so you've got to find the subject that, you know, and there might be multiple subjects, and there might be multiple topics that are split into multiple emails and different threads, and you've got to go down the thread, and, you know, people repeat themselves, whatever. With this, it's just all... It's all you just scroll back in time. It's like a live feed of people it's asking questions feed. and getting answers. So if somebody's answered the question or uploaded the file, you just scroll back. And so well, it's a little bit more helpful. concise. It's nice. I like Should it. Should we get a Slack for our house? Yeah. <laughs> no, do people but I think, use them privately at all? I did think it'd be kind of fun to do something for Patreon, like have a Slack for Patreon. But That'd be neat. They Patreon! Have, they have things like that. I like a Discord thing or something. Yeah. Slack's a little better than Discord. Discord's a little more gaming-focused. Yeah, it'd be Slack. Slack's fun. I like it. Uh, James Leroy Wilson. I assume people who make the your your error on social media are drunk, and I forgive them. Lots of worse things you can do when you're drunk. No. Well, sometimes they just don't know. You're confusing <laughs> drunk for stupid. <laughs> do you ever like type quickly and then 
realize that you've done it yes and and uh, yeah if i hit send and i realize that <laughs> it dry i i can't i not have to correct address it. i'll do it yeah. with yeah. there there and there yeah yep. less so your and your is so egregiously misused that i yeah. really take my time and or just so like i'm ready for it when i get to the why i'm like coming up apostrophe <laughs> just a couple more i am just it's in my brain to like i don't want to in any way be associated mm-hmm. with that group because yeah. they're such a bunch of idiots one of my favorite <laughs> things though it's like a trope online is i think michael and black will do this where someone will come after them you know and they'll have like a whole long screed like and all these arguments and then but they'll get your wrong, and his only reply will be to correct, like, <laughs> you know, posture or asterisk, asterisk your. <laughs> like, it's just such a, like, fuck you. You can't even get that right. Uh, has me to say, and what was it? It was, oh, oh, I know. I um, asked my doctor a question, and I misspelled, and it, I don't know if, in your email correspondences with doctors, if you have them, first of all, uh, if it's everything's like through a um, a portal, because everything's like HIPAA compliant and through a portal. So it's never just like an email to the doctor and an email back. It's always like, like notice you have a new message in this and you have to log in. And it's the whole rigmarole to send an email. Right. So I sent this email to him. And then as soon as I sent it, I realized I had misspelled his name. <laughs> uh, it's E-R, and I put A-R. And I really, really debated sending a follow-up email to say, <laughs> I just realized I misspelled your name. I'm so sorry. But I didn't because I felt like that... Whenever I'm emailing a doctor, I already feel like I'm like annoying and they're busy. So I felt like that might be an you extra level. You have a level. thing with doctors. Because my dad's a doctor. Yeah. I like, I'm so, I'm intimidated you, by them. Right. And I feel like I'm already on borrowed time with them or not on borrowed time. is not the right <laughs> phrase. <laughs> like you worry about your relationship with doctors. I know. In a sister, way that I don't know anybody else. I, I don't give a shit about my relationship with doctors. It'd be, I really, do you just treat them like regular people? Well, I treat them like any other service person who's providing a service i'm not worried about my personal relationship with them you know right, it's like yeah. you know they're, they're just doing something going back to james leroy a bit i believe i said that right you did yeah. james leroy wilson yeah. um i'd prefer if people didn't think i was drunk every time because <laughs> I, I i make a lot of spelling errors and i when i see it i go oh, God, I'm I'm they'll so know sorry. what i meant yeah you know, like I would hope if, if every single time he's cutting me slack, yeah, he's drunk. <laughs> That'd be I actually never make the assumption that they're drunk. I don't either. On this. However, I do. Sometimes I think a lot of listeners might actually be. I'm try, I'm try, I don't, I'm afraid this is now going to offend people uh-oh, and I don't uh-oh. mean for it to. But sometimes I think some of your most hardcore fans might be drunk. When she they're... thinks you're all drunk. Do you hear that? <laughs> Everyone listening right now, if yeah. you're really enjoying it, are you drunk? Are is you this show you better right when you're drunk? Is that's that a why? Good question. Is that why you like it? <laughs> yeah, I guess that's what I'm saying. You have to be drunk to like me. Uh, okay, I'm joking. Libertatum Ducta Lacerta. I hope that actually means something. <laughs> Says, whenever I see a dirty car license plate, I think, what crime did the driver just commit? I've, no, I, I don't think that. Dirty. The license you mean like plate. the license plate is a dirty message? Wait, what? I, I think really just the car needs to wash, right? License, dirty license plate? Yeah, but the plate? license plate itself is dirty, too. Oh. It's liberator something of the truth. Oh, maybe. maybe. liberator of the truth. Okay, wait. Can you read that again? I got whenever confused. I see a dirty car license plate, I think... What crime did the driver just commit? 
Oh, 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 oh. Like they're trying to cover up the license plate so that oh, it can't be read. Oh, I see, I see, I see. I didn't okay. even, all right. Yeah, that right? makes sense. That's fun. I will now going forward. Right. I will That's think that. I think that when I see license plate coverage, sometimes you'll see like they're kind of this, they look like a, uh, I don't know, like a bubble. Yeah. <laughs> it's like a weatherproofing, you know, which is yeah. like, why would you even have that at all? Were you trying to protect that precious license plate? You know, clearly it's just to make it harder to see, maybe. No. Oh, maybe. I thought it was like to prevent someone from stealing your registration. Well, that's probably what it is, but I always I've only seen that, that once. It's like a, it's almost like they laminated their driver. A lot yeah, of drivers out here just go with no license plate at all, I yeah, find. I've you know, that too. and yeah. they just probably have like their temporary thing in there if they get pulled over. Yeah, I've wondered, I've always wondered how that works because, <laughs> yeah, I've never seen it anywhere else other than it's a big a thing lot. around here though. Yeah. Wait, what's with the new like paper? Have you seen these? Yeah. Like, what, what is that? Is that the new design of the California license plate? Or I is think it... they realized before they were just taking a piece of paper and folding it into like two inches by four Probably inches. Probably because of what I just said. They weren't doing it. So now they make them put an actual thing in there. Yeah, I think so. Because before it was like up in the right side of your windshield. So a cop would have to pull you over and then go over and like read. Okay, it checks out. Yeah. And now they can they can just see your stuff from behind and know like, okay, well, they, they just haven't gotten the formal plates yet. Interesting. I think What are you guys talking about? Paper, paper license plate, temporary plates. When you have the temporary plates, they put the paper in there. Yeah, that's if you see like a super super new. Oh no, maybe I have. Yeah, Yeah, it looks like a fake. Yeah, Mm -hmm. it looks like a little toy thing. Mm -hmm. Okay, Uh, Megan says I hate that none of Allison's guests admit I don't know what that word means when she throws out a doozy. (laughs) (laughs) What what the fuck is penultimate? Does everyone know what these words mean, or am I dumb? Well. I think that today I outdid myself because I used simulacrum and I didn't even know what it you, meant. You yeah. will do that occasionally. Use a word that I don't even know what it means? Yeah. You'll, Negociant. <laughs> Ooh. Oh, very I nice. I always ask you. Like that's how ombudsman came about. Yeah. I didn't know what that meant. Right. I, I feel like, hey, lady yeah. person. <laughs> wait, we ask where it does. We're also I'm an idiot. I say it. Penultimate. penultimate. Come on. Penultimate means second to last. Because I had used it for Jeff's penultimate. Exp- oh, look, Allison Rosen submitted one. I love oh. her. What? Allison Rosen submitted a JMO. I love her. Hmm. <laughs> See someone repeatedly posting from exotic locale and wonder how long is this vacation before finally realizing they moved there. That happened with two people I know <laughs> who I follow. I was like, my God, he's been in Alaska forever, forever. <laughs> and then I realized, oh, he's relocated to Alaska. <laughs> and then this girl I know has been in, I'm actually not sure. She's been in Hawaii for so long, though, that I think she must have just moved there. Because otherwise, it's the world's longest vacation. Interesting. It takes me a while to realize. I just well, always. If they just, don't announce it, it might not be clear. Well, I think they probably did announce that I'm just not up on their life. Right, right. I'm trying to think if I know anybody who that's... That's really funny, though. Now I'm going to uh, think when people are on vacation, like, well, they move there. They're like, they just, <laughs> they're for four days. Vacation. By the way, everyone <laughs> seems to be on vacation right now. Yeah. Well, it's that time of year, isn't it? I guess summer, it really summer is. Summer vacations. Yeah. yeah. A lot of pretty of places. Fourth of July, yeah. Mm-hmm. A lot of vacation posting. Do you guys feel the 4th of July spirit yet? I mean, it kind what? of feels like it jumped up on me this sure year. Sure did. Do you yeah. normally feel a 4th of July spirit? Well, maybe not. But like, <laughs> I would at least feel like, yep, it's the middle of the year, you know? Mm. And uh, I, I just, it that does not feel like that. That lady getting uh, charged b- with uh, 
when her infant was shot, the oh, guy's charges Jesus. were dismissed. In Alabama, I can't celebrate this as wholeheartedly as I normally do. Uh, I no. might have a sparkler, but Wait, the did she do where the kids charges at the dropped? border? Come on, I've, the charges were dropped against him. I don't know about her harming the chi- the welfare of a child and being charged with that, that because her. Infant. Oh wait, are you talking about the pregnant woman? Yeah. yeah. So that that tarnishes my Fourth of July spirit. This That's a year. lot of stuff that's think- making me feel like this country is. In a bad way. I think with the 4th of July, it's like, it can mean so many, you can be celebrating so many different things, you know? Um, yeah, like hot dogs. Yeah. It's like, you could celebrate what you what your ideal of this country is. Oh, I know I could. You know, I but chose <laughs> not to this year. <laughs> no, I feel it. I, I, I hear you. We're yeah. all a bunch of cowards. We all thought we'd do something during slavery or the Holocaust, and these kids are down there, and no I one's know. fucking okay. doing anything. Okay, I'm glad you bring that up. I was talking about this with Tony earlier. I was saying that, yes, we we who weren't alive during World War II always have these fantasies of, mm-hmm. like, I we would have done something then. But, like, what are we doing? Well, now yeah. I'm realizing... Had we been alive then, what could we have done? So, because I feel like, what can we do now? So my, um, I posted something on Facebook, you know, about it, and just chumming the waters. <laughs> well, I basically use Facebook to to at least, you know, there are people that I'm friends with on Facebook, family and friends who I know I disagree with politically, who just watch Fox News and listen to conservative talk radio, or whatever. And so it's just my way of saying, hey, here's another idea. You know, here's another. Like, hey, check this out. <laughs> yeah. Like, not trying to argue with you, but hey, you know, another. <laughs> and uh, there was something about the the migrant, you know, d- you know, con- uh, concentration camps, whatever. And my uncle was like, or it could be. There's a distinct possibility that this could all be faked oh, to to further the further the narrative, further the narrative against Trump or whatever. And I'm like, you're talking about the photo of the father and the daughter. No, this was before oh. that, but I. I was like, ah. and, um, you know, like the suggestion that all of this is fake news, like all of these reports are just what, like journalists and people who are trying to make him look bad or something. And so I went on the Holocaust Museum. No, because I told you, you I, said, said, I said that that's what when the when the news of what was going on right. in the concentration camp started coming out, people were told in America. Yes. Cause my dad has a story of being at the dinner table. And his father's like, it can't be real. Yeah, it can't so be true. I went, so yeah, so you said that. I went onto the Holocaust Museum's website, which is really a great resource, by the way, and, you know, just did a search. And it, it lists in very, like, plain, you know, bulleted language. Like, how did the German, the common German people not, or did they believe what was going on? And, and if they didn't, why didn't they? And it was all because they were told that the reports were fake news drummed up by, like, the Poles and American Jews to make you feel bad, and it's not true, and yes, they sound horrible, these stories, and it's exactly – and, and like, goes through and it's like, fucking hell, like, this is exactly – now, I'm not saying it's gone as far, but it's – this is the beginning. Now, it may not get that far, but it could – and the second part of that, start to jump in, but 20,000 Border Patrol agents, 9,500 of them on that yes. secret Facebook yeah. group, people that hear about this happening race to go to it if they are terrible people. Right. Yeah. Can't and they, wait to get involved. I've always wanted but, to fucking protect And this. on that, it's the same exact dehumanization and right. the kind of language that the, the, the you know, SS and all of them used on the Jews to dehumanize them and make that possible. And it's like... 
You go, what the? Did f- they literally call we, on the on this Facebook group that uh, that the is it twenty thousand or ninety five hundred border patrol ninety five ninety five hundred oh. Uh, literally refer to the migrants as subhumans like and, the, and that father and that daughter yeah. who died Call calling them floaters and it's just like okay like i understand that you don't want to feel responsible for that and i understand like being affected and saying well it's the father's fault for doing that and and not wanting to see you know look at the reasons why he was doing that but that is just that level of dehumanization is is fucking terrifying. Like it's just like so you go, okay, this is happening and we're all horrified by it and we're all sitting here going, like, what can we do? And I think that's causing a lot of our like anxiety, frankly, because I don't know what we can do. Right. And then my mind goes wild just thinking it's probably a thousand times it- Anything could be going on in there. It's mm-hmm. probably worse than what we're hearing. What's to make us think it's not the 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 like? What's to make us think it's not just sadists running wild? And I'm sure well, somewhere some it the, is. The articles is. with mm-hmm. the lawyers that are there pretty constantly, like checking on the, you know, making sure the and the laws are being aggressively violated. Right. But they are interviewing children every day, and they give a pretty accurate account, at least theoretically. If the you know, but if you don't want to believe grim. it, it's grim, but it's not. You know what you're uh, in your mind when you let yes. it go to like the darkest. Yeah, it's place. not. It's not the darkest it could be, but but I'm sure there's instances well, here and there of really. But also like <laughs> these kids, their life is fucking over. Mm-hmm. But like we you don't say know the it's timeline the, though. What yeah. you know? We, do we are they in there a week? Is it a quick turnaround? Is it two weeks? And right. then they months. A, months. Some of them. Yeah, months, they, they, yeah. I mean, look. Is it the Worst that it could possibly be? No. Right. No, they're still alive. But although some people have died, one boy died in the, what was it? The guard said, well, if he dies, he dies. Like, so some have died. Maybe, you know, there, there have been char- charges of, of child molestation at the Tucson, I think, facility. Um, so, you know, I, I think that the problem, the, the issue is, yes, it's not the fucking Holocaust, but let's not let it get that far and like let's not live in a in a world where um we're so jaded and cynical that we think oh well come on it's all bullshit it's all media you know this could never happen it's all fucking fake it's like let's treat things like they could happen and then prevent it from happening let's not treat so then what do we do i mean i think here's a splash of positivity here we go We were all concerned, and it's certainly not out of the dark yet, but uh, Alex Trebek, so far, so good. Yeah, positive hey, energy. We're sending positive energy, and it's been uplifting, and I hope he pulls through. And the initial prognosis, we all felt a little like, this doesn't look yeah. good. Your listeners have come to, like, they all came to the junk show once. They band together. Maybe we could raise some money for races. That's or what I was saying. Donate some blankets. Yeah. Yeah. Something. Even someone just outside with playing lullabies on big stereos. Yeah. Just that, something yes. nice. I was thinking about that. That being said, it still feels like that's all we can do. <laughs> like, but it's something. Yeah. It's, well, it's something I know. But, like, I, I think what – what gets me is like I want to just go there and like personally liberate the just like I'm just one person. Yeah, I wish I could Do just it, storm in there and like liberate the children mm-hmm. and save them somehow. Yeah, yeah. and I'm, I know that a lot of people are feeling this right yeah. now. Do, do you have this thought where you like, okay, I'm taking a week off and I'm flying down there and I'm I've renting had a car that so many times, and then you show up and you're standing outside and like someone just comes over. And goes, what are you doing here? Like, 
I, I'm trying to think of something. <laughs> yeah. All right, you can wait right here. You, can, and then yes, you just stay in I the hot Texas heat. I, and go like, I'm here. I think yeah. I mentioned that on the show of like, in my mind, it's like, I'm going down there and I'm bringing cameras and this. And then like the next scene would be me. And he's like, uh, you can't get, oh, okay, sorry. Yeah, so well, you know what you can so do? So no, for real though, what you can do is you can, you know, this is cliche, but you can call your representatives. You can put pressure. Like right now, Pelosi and them don't feel like they have to do anything. And so they're not doing anything. Could we, they do something though? They can't. They I mean, can make noise. Yeah. I mean, like they're, they're you know, uh, AOC went down there today and they can bring, you know, Elizabeth Warren went to the Miami one. You can bring attention. They can bring Flo attention Bichar to went, it. Yeah. Um, you know, I I don't know. It's like you can. Uh, I guess I don't really know enough to know the legality and what is holding things up and what's really the thing that just and from the beginning it's it's bothered me is the idea that like there were no plans for reunification. What right? In fact, almost like an an, an enjoyment and like well, well they're separated and yeah. that's the no, no. punishment. Yeah. That's what happened. The, 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 is the point. Tell the, that to the people back home that are going to try. Exactly though, the point was like to make it so that it's so bad that it's worse than the situation they're fleeing from. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'll just say to anybody who, who wants to be like, yeah, but this happened under Obama too. I'm not going to argue that point. It's bullshit, but that doesn't make it right then either. You know what I mean? Like, what was it? Like, Piers Morgan did some stupid ass argument unrelated where they go, yeah, but this happened. It's like, so wait, you're saying. No, I was. Okay. So, Sorry, and I'm by way the way, off track from I, the comedy <laughs> folks. Yeah, I know. Way to I know. go, Allison. I, know that, there are, I yeah. know that there are people who are like, but I didn't tune in for politics. We normally Did don't you talk tune about in politics. for human compassion. Yeah. About <laughs> we, that, normally, human yeah, we normally yeah. don't talk about politics. We hold be, back but it's a just, lot, so give yeah. us a break. Yeah, I just feel like it sort of hit a, a breaking point with me today. So yeah. this, this that is that what you're fucking, getting. It's uh, not going to be like this all the time, but anyway. Um, so that video of, of Ivanka Trump at G20, where she's like trying, it, it actually like <laughs> brought back, that? It brought yeah, back yeah. seventh grade. I know because time. everybody's been there. Like before she's you so like, to her, it's like, <laughs> like who hasn't to, been in that situation where you're like, okay, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to get, get into this conversation. <laughs> yeah. And you're like, yeah, guys, it's like this other thing. And they're like, get no. the fuck out of here. Stop. Their <laughs> slow head turns. They're are, so irritated oh. by her. I remember... Oh. I, this is a slight tangent. I remember showing up at school and I was like, I was, this is at the height of my insecurity. And I'm like, I have a story I'm going to tell them. I'm going to tell them about how my hamster got loose last night. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> I'm like trying to tell like the yeah. most popular girl in school about how my hamster got loose. Yeah. Like, this Honey. Is the, yeah. What? Th- you're still doing I it. Know. <laughs> you're still telling them about the hamster that got loose. When are you going to be accepted? Have you heard that Sean Jordan story where he was playing football and thought he'd like impress like the cool like the quarterback of the team, and he went out to midfield <laughs> and did the splits. <laughs> 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 no one is impressed. Oh, so good. That's cr- cringy. So the splits would work. <laughs> Piers Morgan was saying so. There's to any so everyone's been talking about how like utterly humiliating this Ivanka Trump video is that France released, where she's trying to to hold her own with these people who like cannot they can barely conceal their I love their that France disdain. released it. Love it. And then, you know, there's been a lot of like what's she even doing there? And then Piers Morgan was saying, well, and, and a lot of conservatives push back being like what's AOC doing? She was a bartender. Right? Yeah. yeah. And what I was saying to you earlier Daniel is like so 
Which is it though? Are you saying so? Are you saying that just like Ivanka shouldn't be there, AOC shouldn't be there? Or are you like? I think that's what he's trying to say. Yeah, but um, it also works the other way, which it's like, well, then you're agreeing that it's bad that Ivanka is there. Yeah, that's what it, you had it backwards. Yeah, but um, no, you fucking had it backwards. I probably did. <laughs> Guys, take it easy. All right, can you believe calm this? Down. Sh- <laughs> um. I forgot what I was going to say. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> bo 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 All right. And let's do one, <laughs> one more Just Me or Everyone. Laura Craycraft says, burnt popcorn is far superior. Get out of town. I don't yes. think so. Everyone. Mm. It's so good. You really? like it? Or me and her. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> How, like what degree of burnt? Um, I don't know. Like when the microwave popcorn in that little middle part. I would say uh, second degree burns. Uh, just, not totally burned. Not totally burned. Not totally burned. I yeah. love the sounds you make when you talk about food that you enjoy. Little pops and whistles. <laughs> um, like, is it then black? The house smells terrible. Is it forever. black or brown? No, it's a uh, gray. I think. I know. Oh. I know. I know. So it really caught on fire and went out. Yeah. <laughs> it's like ash. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Do you like it super duper burned? Uh, well, no, I guess in the middle. Uh, yeah, like uh, before that middle part turns black. Do you catch your marshmallows on fire, blow them out, and then eat them? That I'm furious at. So I'm not consistent at no. all. Good I lord. Know, I know. I like a, I like nice toast on my marshmallow and a burn on the popcorn. Wow. Mm. I thought so those, I like those were inseparable groups. But you, you would think. Yeah. No. I like I the burned marshmallow. I like to keep you guessing. Yeah? Mm-hmm. Do you set it on fire? Because it makes them blowout? crusty. No, sure. So you like the crusty exterior and the... Uh, now, how do you feel about the barely popped kernel? Oh yeah, I can't. You know what? Not Trader the fully popped. Shows, yeah, they, uh, they capitalizing on that. Oh, they do. Yeah, those are good. It's real good. I don't Trader Joe's. Know if I like them or not? Have you gotten them yet? No, okay. but I mean, <laughs> bring I mean, I, the the ones that be, the pre Trader Joe's ones, just when I have oh, half popped. Sure. Yeah, but are there's. You, a, I feel like with popcorn. If someone were to offer me to come put little slivers in between all of my teeth and be like, <laughs> but it's free, it's free, it's free. I'd be like, no, thank you. And I feel the don't exact- go to Milton Edie's, <laughs> the dry cleaner that with the inspirational phrase, because they offer popcorn. Well, right there But they for don't you. shove things in between my teeth, do they? No. <laughs> they, I guess they effectively do with popcorn. That's yeah. all I think about with it. The taste yeah. in no way is worth all of the hassle all afterward. All the grind. Yeah. 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 That's how I feel about corn in gent like corn on the cob mm-hmm. right. like i i like it fine but i like i hate the aftermath <laughs> wait, wait, a minute, wait, wait a minute wait a minute wait a minute time out daniel just like the room just uh, wait, a minute. <laughs> wait did you just say popcorn's not worth it because of the stuff in the teeth absolutely get the fuck out of here <laughs> popcorn's not worth popcorn is one of the greatest things oh, you can have i don't no. i don't share you i it's very rare that I have movie popcorn, but sometimes, and it's also rare that I go to movies. So but wait, some, do you, what do you eat at a movie theater? Okay. In a, during a movie. I'm done with you. You're going to pontificate about something, some bullshit? I don't have to be... Megan wants to know what pontificate means. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Ooh, shot at Megan. <laughs> well, it's Allison's show. Thank you. <laughs> I didn't have enough time to communicate to Tony that we needed to play that. What I was going to say it's was... not anymore. That's why... Let's talk to Tony before the show. I was show. going to say, <clears throat> stretch out. David didn't my finish th- the answer. Because <laughs> I wouldn't finish. Okay. All right. Papa. All right. <laughs> Fine. You go and then David goes. Go. Movie Make popcorn. it fast. Movie popcorn. The the <laughs> Movie popcorn can be good. Thank but you. the rest of the popcorn, no. 
It's not same. kettle corn at the uh, the farmer's market? I've never had that. It sounds good. Yeah, I think you'd like it. I feel like kettle corn it. is different than just popcorn. Can we do a taste okay. test? Oh. Show caramel some corn? Point of popcorn? I like caramel corn. Yeah, yeah. I do. What do yeah. you eat at the movies? I don't need to be feeding myself <laughs> to enjoy visual. Yes, you do. I have, sometimes will get kind like of peanut M&M's. This is this? A peanut M&M is nice. I like that. You know what's even better? Peanut M&M's in the popcorn. Warms them up. A All bit. right, I'm not coming at you, man. <laughs> Do enjoy. With this your is life. not a matter of opinion. <laughs> it's feisty, Dan. <laughs> you eat popcorn and you like it. It's an honor to have it in your teeth it's all day. It's the Fourth of July. <laughs> is popcorn a Fourth of July? It's American. <laughs> now, I thought that you also had a, a ration of shit for Tony over saying he doesn't like corn. Oh yeah, you seemed upset. That's about also. That. Uh, yeah, that was, I, I, I was all full up with uh, outrage before he started in on You're corn on the cob. a caricature of an absolute imbecile. They definitely have an open bag that they put their paw into and cram what's in there into their in face. In the dark. With their eyes wide open, when never no one blinking. Yeah. Yes. That is just as Total dumb as consumption. we Total <laughs> I can feed my face like a cow while I am fed entertainment. Right. It's the dream. <laughs> and it's us at our you absolute lowest. And you can dump grease on it ahead of time so that your paw becomes greasy. I'm aware. This is... Okay, but corn on the cob. <laughs> <laughs> Again, I... I I like it, but I yeah. just – I don't like – it's kind of basically the same thing he's saying about popcorn. I don't like – The tooth. The stuff. aftermath is – I aftermath. don't like it enough to want to deal with the yeah. aftermath. You're so dealing you guys- with corn in any capacity. Yeah. It is only corn. made better by butter and salt. So why not just skip the corn, eat uh, some fucking paper, and put butter and salt on it? All right. Listen. Um, <laughs> also, there's, there are things called toothpicks and floss. That easily remedy the problem. They're not easily, though. I would not say easily. Easy enough. Easily enough. Easy enough. You have to use both. You got to needle it out and floss it out, <laughs> then rinse your mouth, and then two hours later, one drops from your gums, <laughs> your upper gums. Like I was hiding this. It's ridiculous. <laughs> or it might not drop. And weeks later, you're yeah. like, I'm pretty right. sure there's a little <laughs> bit of there's definitely a, a kernel popcorn in there. like there's near the root of my tooth. <laughs> so how do you feel about lobster, then, Mister Smart Guy? But yeah, lobster. exactly the same. Okay, well, that I agree with that. <laughs> <laughs> How are they? Similar? That you're right on. Because you're not going to eat lobster while you're watching the Avengers, right? <laughs> <laughs> I'll agree with that. Yeah. A bag full of lobster—that makes no sense. <laughs> David, why would you propose that? <laughs> I'm sorry. I just felt like they were very synonymous. <laughs> oh my gosh, you guys! This has been a fun show. Thank you all for being on it. Follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Allison Rosen. Uh, check out Childish. Uh, download. No, rate, review, subscribe. Nailed it. You know, I felt that I had nailed this one. And then Greg yeah. Fitzsimmons is like, that sounds too corporate. Everyone says that people just tune out. Oh. You just got Fitz dog. Oh, boy. <laughs> you did. Oh, boy. And, and I was like, but I just mastered it. Yeah. No, we so, say it with, uh, with some charm that makes me right. turn, tune in. Yeah. You guys... Rate, review, subscribe, download. Yeah. 
Um, <laughs> I couldn't tell if I already said that one in, in another word. Uh, and uh, go to AllisonRosen.com and sign up for Patreon and all that. Okay, Renee, where do we find you? Uh, sure. Yeah, you can find me on my Netflix special, Brene Brown, A Call to Courage. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't have anything for me, so I'll just plug everybody else's. And my dog is being featured on Paul F. Tompkins' Instagram quite a bit. So uh, go uh, go take a They're look at buddies. those two things. Dug Very out. cute. Dug nice. out. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. It's cute. It's great. Dave? Uh, I am on Twitter and Instagram. You can find links to that at davidhunsberger.com. The Junk Show is back July 14th. Amazon Prime. Oh, and, and yeah. One-Headed Beast. Yeah, I mean, I uh, put a lot of effort into it. And if you're thinking of watching it, and I've talked about this on the show before, but you're like, oh, I got to remember to do that later. Do yourself a favor and right now say out loud to yourself. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm going to watch One Headed Beast later. Even if, I'm going to watch One Headed Beast later. I'm going to watch One Headed Beast later. guys. And if you really want to help the algorithm, click on some sort of a rating thing and maybe it'll not – no longer need to be searched the entire title <laughs> to populate on like, Amazon. Who's this overnight success? <laughs> uh, and then I'm doing some live shows starting in Austin, July 26th and 7th at the Velveeta Room. And then from there, just added some shows in Boise, um, Portland, Sacramento, San Francisco, and Minneapolis. So check out davidhunsberger.com. It's going to be a long winter of Huntsburgerlessness on this show. <laughs> oh no I'm only gone for a few days at a time I'll oh and yeah. it won't be and okay. then it's all I'm really it's only mostly through August and then it, early September I'm done I'm gonna check out your tour dates and then I'll know oh yeah good, at Hunts- good idea davidhunsberger.com correct yeah and if you want to check out a sample of my stand-up stylings obviously one had a beast but then you can listen to albums on Spotify and Pandora and iTunes wherever you get stand-up wonderful the end <laughs> and popcorn is really overrated <laughs> oh yes. no well it might be a, a tiny bit overrated but it's still great where can we find you at daniel quants twitter and instagram where you can follow me and then probably be inspired to mute me but uh don't mute snappy. me because it's uh i got something great coming down the pipeline <laughs> oh. just you wait you you'll miss it if you mute me don't do it and tony thaxton I'm at Tony Thaxton on Twitter and Instagram. Got a few uh, Don't Stop Roll Die shows coming up this month. Yeah, yeah. Everyone, thank you for being on the show. Listeners, thank you for listening. I don't think you're drunk. I love you. Goodbye. Hey, do you know about the Allison Rosen Show? We had a good time, but now we gotta go. Rosen, here's your new best.